0: Welcome to the Slap Dad Roof Show with your host, Evix24. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show and welcome to episode two of the podcast where I talk about many things in general from life experiences to the world of motorsports. Everyone really loved episode one. Um, a lot of people really, really liked the uh, NASCAR guidance. Uh, all my tips that they had, and everyone really enjoyed uh, me talking, so be talking about it. So I think, in the end, it worked out pretty good for myself and for everyone in between. And, uh, yeah, so we're now ready to go for episode two. Uh, obviously, episode two had to come through a lot of obstacles because the recording system that I used to record episode one was... Crashing out and all stuff and then I also had some life problems as well along the way with uh, my brother having a flat tire during the week. But uh, I am now recording on Audacity and uh, now I'll be able to stop and Be able to stop start uh, all the stuff so I don't have there won't be that so much of the long pauses. So that would be uh, Something to keep an eye on for for the rest of the day. Now before I go into the topic of today, I want to let you know, everyone, that we are now on Spotify. So we will welcome all our new people who are on Spotify. Thank you for being so, thank you so much for being here, coming out to listen to me. It really means a lot. So make sure you like us on Spotify. I might get myself on Apple Podcasts. We'll see how this goes. But podcast has been going really a huge success so far. So I want to thank the people who are on Spotify. And thank for all of our new listeners who just joined in for today. And also, I want to say, you can. we're about ready to record some podcasts live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash evx24. You guys do not want to miss it, because some of these podcasts I will be streaming live while recording, and some of these would be introduced... Some of these will also include some get live guest appearances as well. And we might have more contact and content and maybe Let's Plays along the way. So you guys probably do not want to miss it. So make sure you follow me at twitch.tv slash evix24. I also do a lot of streaming things. Last stream, I think it was on Monday, I did some cooking at the Air Fryer Wings and a lot of people really liked it. So we might be doing some more cooking streams later on because a lot of people really enjoyed it. So... I'm very happy for that and uh thank you for following the channel as well and also join my discord of course with the link in the description below and i'll be open up the suggestions box to any guests or any topics i would like to discuss i think my next episode is going to be about fast food podcast oh one more thing i wanted to clear up an episode um from last uh yesterday uh for the first episode a lot of people were at uh, one person came up to me it's like i like your podcast but there was one guy that. I was talking about Daniel Suarez and, you know, he's a Mexican board driver. He came up for the series and he's a really good personality. He's a really great driver for Trackhouse, And a lot of people thought I was a racist. No, I am not a racist. I'm just explaining some of the driver's personalities. Some of the driver's personalities. Daniel Suarez is a very, very great guy to be around with. Um, Fantastic personality. I think he's doing a great job so far in the NASCAR Cup Series. Especially with the new Team Trackhouse, I think he's having a, one of his best seasons right now in the Cup Series. He could have won the dirt, Bristol Dirt Race. He was actually running really, really well. Um, I think that Team Trackhouse team and with him is going to make a success, and that's why Pitbull's been on the team. He is going. He brought all the some la, the Latinos, you know, Latin American people into the market, foreign people like you know NASCAR tip of the toes. So I think that's something that NASCAR really is looking forward to. Having something like that, it's like basically Juan Pablo Montoya being in NASCAR. He was used to be in NASCAR before. It was Daniel Suarez, so I just want to make it clear, I'm not a racist. I just love Daniel Suarez, and I love him being a part of the NASCAR Cup Series. So I just want to get that out of the way. He's a very likable driver. If you want to go uh, root for him and all stuff, he drives the number 99 Trackhouse Chevrolet for Trackhouse Racing. So I want to make it clear. And without further ado, guys, let's get on with today's discussion. I have been basically bullied throughout all my life, and uh, I had to overcome through this adversity. And that's why this—I think I'm title this podcast "How I Got Here," and what I mean by that is how I got here. You know, how I overcome the adversity of being bullied. You know, the adversity of being left out by kids, and you're gonna find out, and you're gonna find out why. How I did this, and I'm just putting, I'm just gonna try to explain it as much as possible by putting yourself, myself in, in my place. And the other thing too that I think a lot of people really don't want to talk about is of course bullying, because I'm sure everyone's been bullied once or twice. But with the way that I go through, you wonder how the heck I got up to this point, and that's what I'm gonna basically talk about. So this podcast might be a little shorter today because. I'm just basically talking about the story. I'm still going to aim for that one hour window. Maybe one hour and ten. But. Because this is a little uh, touching topic. And I'm just going to talk about. You know. How I got up to this point. You know. How to overcome this stuff. And. uh, Yeah. In between. So I had. Plenty of takes. Before I. Did this. Did this final recording. So I should be. Plenty of much. Plenty of good. Getting through this. So. That's what I do, and I want to be emotional, and I do not want to be emotional, I do not want to be um, an emotional podcast, so if it's not really for you, or you are kind of getting a little emotional with the podcast, a box of tissues may be necessary, but I don't think we need to, because I don't want people to feel bad, but I feel like if I say, talk about it, I think that will open up people to more, to the stories, and uh, it's like, oh, I see what you mean, you know and um, everything in between. So I just wanna make that clear. So without further ado, we're gonna talk about how I got here. And, uh, bef- and before I went into this, because I actually been bullied a couple times, there was a, um, there was a, um, whatchamacallit, a tweet that McLaren sent out. I don't know if I could find it, but uh, I couldn't find it. But it was this kid who got bullied he got beaten up bad. Bad. Now whenever we talk about bad, he was like so beat up he got cuts all over his face. And this is like a nine year old. A nine year old who uh went ahead and did it. And uh I don't know if that's the really the case with people, but uh that seems to be something that uh i've been waiting to uh that i've been wanting to relate about because i've had these moments too and uh in the end though the kid um the kid tweet they tweeted about it the kid um in the end the kid got i think um i'm a showing a showing of I think they got McLaren, took him on tour, they get him into gear and then of course I think they got to meet Landon Norris and Daniel Ricardo and might might have gotten tickets to the British Grand Prix. So it's really good, but I think before we go in the podcast, before we go straight to the topic, I wanna say bullying is still not tolerable. It is still not tolerable to this day, whether you're eight years old or you're twenty one, bullying is still not tolerable in any means. So please join I think I would be one of those people to join in in the stand against bullying, so I really hope that we can probably make this a better safe place. And if you have seen some some people be bullied, you should really tell a uh, you should really uh, tell a, an adult or a witness because no one wants to sit there and be a witness. You want to help the people as much as possible. So that's what I want to talk about. Now we can get into what I want to say about the experience about my bullying and how I got here to start off I think when I was like four or five my mom was a my mom was trying to figure out what group of kids I'm going to go to because I went to I think a public school first then she sent me to a private school for kindergarten and then she sent me into a public school again in pre-k and then that's how I got into kindergarten then thus leading me to the um, the way of life and education. I was one of those kids who always gets picked on. And I know a lot of people probably could say that. I was one of those kids who always get picked on. I don't know why, for whatever reason, everyone gets picked on a lot. I just don't get it. And that's why I think it really makes this even more weird uh for me and that's because once i get through throughout throughout my childhood experience and where i am now you i think a lot of people probably can understand where i got from so to get back to the kindergarten kindergarten one pretty okay but i never had my first bullying experience i think till i was in first grade first grade i think is when the first uh bullying experience happened um, I think I was getting called names and I think I was shoved down there once before. So it really, I'm not going to say it really wasn't, you know, that I got hurt, uh, you know, a couple times, but never like this. Never I got shoved down in the swing set or, you know, you got shoved down by a person, but then you get up and then you're, lo- and then you shake it off. Like, Nobody's business, but I think I've had worst experiences. Though I think um, there was this one kid that always—I uh, think it was in my uh, first grade class—that uh, was been wasn't big, meany, meany, uh, and uh, don't worry, I'll have another incident with them later on in the, uh, in, the uh, in the in the in my later experiences when I get older, but. Also, the other thing, too, a lot of people probably also do is they call it, like, NASCAR sucks, it's boring, you know, they drive around circles, you know, all those things. Because I was a huge NASCAR fan back then, and NASCAR was getting popular throughout the day. And, uh, (laughs) it's one of those things where, uh, I, uh, wish, uh... I wish, um, you know, I'm glad that I'm an Oscar fan throughout the day, but it still feels very weird that, uh, I have to sit, I have to sit through, I had to endure all this. Then we get to second grade, which is where, um, I think the, um, physical contact really gets insane. Um, there was this one kid that you always love to hate, um this guy um, obviously his parents didn't care and um, he brought in this like toy rifle like this like replica I think or whatever it is that he got at like Universal Studios and he pretended to kill me now ironically this is the same school I go to that four years later, um, Sandy Hook, and uh, same place too. Uh, yeah, I I could I think you probably can understand that I come from Newtown. Um, I am from Newtown, Connecticut. So yeah, I had to go through all this. Um, but another thing, but um. But that's another show I could talk about the what happened from my perspective. But he oh, he didn't care. His parents didn't care either. And he was always teasing me. And I think he had physical contact with me once. And he never got away. And he never got in trouble for those things. The first time I think I had physical contact was when in second gr- when another kid who I actually hung. I actually went to his house. We played uh, NASCAR 2001. Uh, he was Tony Stewart, and I was um, Jeff Gordon on the old PlayStation. On the first ever PlayStation, he had actually a first generation PlayStation. I don't think it was the PlayStation 2. Maybe it was the PlayStation 2, actually. I never mind about that. I think it was, well, NASCAR 2000, was it on PlayStation? I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, we came buddies, and then when it was pointing to someone, he turned around and bit my finger. And he got into heaps of trouble. They thought he did intentionally. I don't think he did it intentionally, but he got into heaps of trouble, and we never spoke the same way since, um, but you know, I still get those moments where people, you know, still tease me. You know, like oh, NASCAR good. Like oh, no, 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 and they say like Jeff Gordon sucks. You know, and I just and I just you know try to ignore those people and up be like that. But once we get to third grade, you know, usually, uh. Usually you think that it would be like, oh, maybe stop, but no, it actually gets very worse and I'll tell you what happens third grade Actually for the fun fact for the third grade, um, my the teacher that was supposed to get Had a leave because she was having a baby and um, Yeah, so I was getting replaced. replacement. So I had to get so they had to use a user place because to use she took the year off that I was gonna be in and um then later, you know, I I think the same teacher that I, and I actually, the teacher that she got replaced was really good. I think I liked her, um, but never usually see her in public ever again, so we never know what really happened, uh, after that, but what I can tell you is that, um, the teasing, the, one of the people, one of my classmates called me, um, very naughty names that I'm not going to allow to repeat. Because if I do, I think I would be in big, big trouble. Um, and actually, uh, the uh, the funny thing is that when the kid got in trouble, um, the kid got in trouble or got in heaps of trouble, um, his parents got divorced. His parents got divorced because of me because he bullied me and his parents didn't know what to do with, uh, that. And that's the other thing too about these days. Now we got surveillance cameras and hopefully in school. So maybe this would help people not, um, not, um, not get away with trouble because again, at the same time you have these, you know, scenarios where, no witnesses, but then you have people recording on the phones and posting on social media, which I found that that's very, very weird. And, um, well, that's the case. But the things kept continuing on. And then we hit to fourth grade, where... Fourth grade was really actually the same thing, you know. Um, but I think I had another second of content where I got shoved by a person into a metal pipe in a playground where we have the big monkey bars and all stuff. I got shoved into one of those. No broken bones or anything like that. But um, yeah, um, yeah, I was one of those kids who always gets picked on. Like I said, you know, that's the way it is. And elementary school went really, really terrible, I think for me, you know, in terms of kids. And I thought, you know, it kind of works, but at the same time, it really doesn't. But once we get into, like, you know, fifth grade and then, you know, the middle school, um, you think that everything would have gotten better at that point. And the answer to that would be, no, it gets even worse. Fifth grade rolls around. And actually, we are in intermediate school. Now, in our school system, we had elementary, then we have intermediate which is 5th and 6th grade. And why is that the case? And why is that in middle schools? Because since the town was getting so big. That they needed another place for kids to school. So that's why the elementary schools and the middle schools getting crowded. So they combined them all. And they put it in an intermediate school. Which is one of the um, state of the art buildings to this day. That is where we went. And that school, that place has been up there for like 15 years or and fifth grade wouldn't really, really, I would say horrible, I'd say, because this is where I think it was. I guess we'll start with the classroom behavior. Classroom behavior really was one of the uh, issues with uh, doing this um, bullying, bullying experience because, you know, I get the teasing all the stuff, but one of my classmates, he was teasing me so bad that uh, he hit my backpack. All throughout the uh, entire, like any in like, in the classroom, I had to go get it because I'm like one of those people who usually are prepared, you know, make sure I have this, this, that, that, you know, and uh, you didn't get any hips of trouble for that. And that's really like terrible because that's like one of the first like cases of, you know, being bullied. And it actually does have a, a little bit of a case into your, you know, your mental health really so I had that then in the um, in the um, effort of indoor recess and just us trying to you know the teachers always make us like you know get up move around uh indoor recess when it's raining usually um in lunchtime you know if you finish up your food or like usually like on the last like 20 minutes or so they usually like let you outside for a little bit you know get some fresh air but then if it rains you know you walk around the cafeteria so, we did that. We did that, and I got shoved onto the stairs that led to the stage, and then another point where I got shoved into a fire extinguisher case. And that was when I got in tro- heaps of trouble. Uh, well, that, that guy, um, that was the same guy that, who shoved me to fire extinguisher, actually was the same person who bullied me back in first grade. So... He uh, he had to write an apology letter for, for it, which is something, I think it's still to this day you write a letter about it. It's like, oh, okay, I'll write a letter, about it and I won't ever do it again. You know, you take your word for it. Shake ass, move on. The problem though is that the principal of the school well, that um currently, that currently is she's not in there anymore. But when she was here, when I was there, she was one of the terrible principals ever. I think she got voted off by the board of directors. Or sport of ed, really, because she was terrible. She was not really she was not trained for principal. And um yeah. Because I got ISS the next year for defending myself. Defending myself. Um because they were teasing me. So uh yeah. That's the way it is. Um it is in sixth grade. Sixth grade was basically the same. Uh with um the teasing all this devil, Jeff Gordon, stinks, and all stuff, all the checkpoint stinks and stuff. Sixth grade was only the best, I think, year for the first day. Because usually the first day is always the best. because um, you get an early release day and everything. But uh first day was really good because um the first day of sixth grade it was because the Atlanta race got a and then the nascar cup series race it got moved to a moved to tuesday because of a tropical storm and when we got when i got back home i told my to try to get home as quick as possible come on come on come on and then i rushed there turned on the tv three laps ago, guess who's leading the race jeff gordon and he ended up winning the race up after a hard fought battle with jimmy johnson um yeah you could say that it went really well but the read school is not bad because I was still getting teased upon and, you know, got angered upon. Oh, I forgot to mention the one other thing, too, that uh, I meant. I forgot to mention. Um, there was another time where I got shoved into the trophy case and also by another kid who was used to be in my playgroup. But... um he shoved me there, he shoved me down the stairs, shoved me to a crow case, and actually what happened was I told my mom this, obviously I told my mom everything, my mom went to the, we had uh, and here's what happened we went to because I used to be in boys, because we went uh, obviously, we and we were in an elderly home I think, elderly home that we were doing carols, so she goes up to the the, the guy who bullies me parents and say, I heard that Eric, your son has been bullying my son, and I'm like No, he's not, and he's trying to act like, you know, he's innocent, but he actually is the truth, and, um, yeah, he got away with it, so, um, and then another point, I think, I had tissues being dropped on my face in the bus, and it was actually caught on camera, because the buses always have the security cameras, uh, so, they actually look and they actually found out so that's been the case um you know that's one things that's one thing for sure but there's another thing too that uh a lot of people always are the bystanders and I can remember another time and actually it was in the same sixth grade where um a guy was always shoved me into the ground uh right by the bus. I don't know why. He did that. And let's just say a long story short Um he got again he didn't get into trouble. Now, he should have gotten into at least a little bit of trouble because what if the bus was coming and he ran over my face? You know the Buses like usually this big, and filled with, and you know it's blind, so people can't see, you know the deal. So it was one of those ones where I think I think if um, I would have gotten kind of killed at one of those points, and I think that kid would be in heaps of trouble. But obviously, he didn't get in heaps of trouble as well. So that's the other thing too. I always get in heaps of trouble for defending myself, but. I really, uh, I don't think um, that, peop- that um, people still go after me. That it's, that's what leads back to the targeting thing. So when we, and that's basically in the first, like, six grades, we still get a long way to go. Um, this When we get to middle school, though, it really hits the high, but you'll see why. But let's just take a side detour, a little detour there before we get back to middle school. Uh, there's another thing I like to talk, don't like about, um, growing up, going to school and all that stuff. And even that goes the same thing as college. I hate group projects. I hate them. I hate group projects. I also hate the group projects that you select whatever you like for the people, because then the people that you want to work with are with other people. And, that at that point you're, and then after that, you're like the last one there. And, you, and you're forced to work with somebody because you didn't have time to pick people. It's like, I didn't want to work with this dude. That's the thing. And I've been asking for that for many years. This happens to me. Don't this happen just to everyone or is it just me? Um, and not that the people want to work with me, this happens, like, every year. That includes, like, math class to, like, PE, phys ed. PE is bizarre. Um, that's for short, but you get the idea. This happens every single year for the rest of my life, up until high school, through high school. It really is terrible. I really do not like it. And it gets even worse when uh, I do hit middle school, because the project thing is worse, but i wait till we see what happens next. Um, 7th grade goes by. I'm first year in middle school. Really haven't been in the issue of the the principals lately. I think I've never had an interaction with that. But when we hit to 8th grade, um, 8th grade was really, really, really tough. But I think 7th grade was not that bad. But you still got the same people who tease... About NASCAR, you know, Gordon Stinks, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, Jeff Gorman's not having a, some of the good seasons, but that's the way it is. But what I think it really hurts me the most is that I've never had any, like, any troubles with people. So that's pretty good. But then also at the same time, you know, you have one of those, you know, those things where you, you know, you think you're in the, in the, what do they call it, the group or something like that, when really you're not, so it really gets it into that, and that's where 8th grade hits, where we had a great cluster, oh my god, we had a great cluster, we had a great cluster, um, it was at this point as well, because I think it was in the 7th grade where I got my first cell phone, you know, just started, just started social media, social media was just like starting to get popular actually so when it came down to this i actually when i posted all these pictures and all stuff all the wins um then people actually the people someone i think commented about it, i think word said uh, some mean words and uh i had to show it to my eighth grade english teacher because i wasn't going to show it to my homeroom teacher because the teacher homeroom slash math teacher because uh back then he was a uh, pedo i'm not even joking Uh, i got caught three years ago but the um, my eighth grade english hero is probably the only other person that cares she cares about her students cares about you know how students you know mental health all this stuff and uh she really she really i think liked me at the time i think i got persuaded her into nascar um so she knows what what i had to go through and so she did help me get those people in trouble, which was pretty good. Um, then also leads to the point where the group project and the thing and the leaving people out really started because I always get left down in everything, whether it comes to. Parties, things like that, you know, group projects, everything. And that is our 8th grade field trip to Washington, D.C. Now, before we got into Washington, D.C., we had this, like, little paper. This paper really says, give us the top five students you want to be in a roommate room with. Then they give, then you want, and then you have, like, I think one or two, three people that you do not want to be a part of. So then I did that. So then, actually, I knew this because... I went, my teacher was, I think, off to the bathroom, something like that. He left his stuff down, and in the folder, I actually went through all the people's um, notes. Not one person put me on the list. Not one. Then, I checked the other teacher's list, because, um... In each day, they had their list. They were just counting their list, and uh, not one person put me on the list. Not one. Not one person put me on the top five. Not one person put me on the hatred list. So when do I put on? You don't care where I go on. And and the mates that I really worked that uh, I usually you know chat around and hang out with, they didn't put me on the list. Not once. Not the once I had not on the list that they want. Never. Never on the list. So, you're probably thinking to yourself, Eric, did you end up going to D.C.? And the answer was no, because actually a trip opened up for my for myself to go hang out with my cousins during Florida on the same time when we were going to D.C. They cleared their field trip. So then I made the decision. I think I would never regret it. I said, screw you guys. I'm going to Florida. Not really, but... So, when they were doing the uh, debriefing of, briefing of... What they have to do for, you know, DC, what we're gonna do, what we're gonna see, and they had to do a project. We, on the, myself, on the other hand, can read in quotations. And uh, basically, they got to go to the field trip, I got to go to Florida, they got most of the class, people got sick, um, and uh, I got myself a nice little tan in Florida. And everyone was gone. So uh, they were all, some people were just a little bit jealous. But, um, one, I think during my Florida trip, I think social media really fueled the fire because one of the posts that my people that I usually hang with said that all my friends, you know, all my friends. And I'm like, you didn't put me on the list. And I was like, then why did you put me on the list? I saw you did that. And I was like, I did. Uh, well, yeah, I'm sorry. I hope you're having fun in Florida. And I'm like. Yeah I am. Yeah I am. But if you call me your friend, you should be putting me on your list of the top five. Piss off. You know it's. You have those fake ones too. And uh oh, it gets even worse later in high school because, it really hurts, me, when I tell you about well, my high school experience. Well, people think that high school, or primary school is the f- is is your the best of the the best four years of your life and to me it doesn't feel that and when I tell you how high school went you'll think that I'm not making it up I am not so here we go at the beginning of my high school experience you know I still have to deal with you know the group projects which still I hate to this day but the other thing too that a lot of People don't like us. That I still get left out with things, you know. Even in that case, but this is where I think it hurts me the worst, and that is in the lunchroom, the cafeteria. We only get thirty minutes to go in there, whether last period or free period, whatever. But this is how the last four years, the four years of my high school, this is what happens when I go in there with the people that I know that I've been seeing for high school. What do you think happens when I sit there? I'll, sh- I'll show you, this is how it happens. Hello. Hi. None. None. I'm literally not joking. This is how I do for the whole 30 minutes. You think I'm lying? No. This happened to me 183 days. Well, not really, but 183 days for the last four years. No one talked to me in the, wanted to talk to me in the lunchroom. No one wanted to go in there and say, Hi, how's your day? You know, how's your projects going? How's you know the work going? The workload pretty pretty good. How's NASCAR doing? I heard that you know Jeff Corns doing. How did um. I know the Giants have been doing really well. What's going on with them? You know, how are you feeling, how are you feeling about their performance really lately. That's something that it was never been brought up. Which is something that I feel really bad about myself. And it really hits me until the last four years. So when I do ended up graduating high school I st- Still, the bullying experience is off It's people leaving me left out And I was a little mad But before I even walked on stage for graduation I met this one guy This one guy, actually When I did graduate, this one guy Who always loved, liked me And we always liked to hang out um, In school So, I invited him for breakfast To the deli And uh, we chatted a bit, and walked that way. We exchanged. I think we changed that we're happy to see each other, and we were wishing good luck. And uh, we were actually talking about Father's Day gifts. Then he went off. Then I never got to see him again until I think later that year. Because he then I was just checking in on him in college. He's like, hey, how's how's it going? How's college doing? I hope everything's going well for you. He never responded. Same thing, and he blocked all social media because he doesn't want to chat with me. Which that means one thing. Then he tech, then we swapped numbers when I saw him the next year, and then oh, and then he he said, uh, "Yeah, Eric, um, I don't want to talk to you. I mean, as much as I like you and all stuff, you know, we don't. I don't want to. You know, we should see other people." And I'm like, I'm like, "Come on, man, you can't do this." And I'm like, "No." And he did it via text. Which is, I think, the worst. Because I think what the message, the hidden message that he put on me was, I don't like you. Even though I see you. And I hated you since the first time. met yeah. Which, um... That's the case. Then I see him the next... That was the next year. So this is 2018, this is 2019. And um, I saw him... the next uh later that year uh at the same deli and he apologized actually about that he didn't want to hurt my feelings but uh he did if you would have said something via text why not you speak to me publicly you didn't want to tell me about it and i and the funny thing is that because i told him actually in the summer actually during the summer that that was the longest time i spoke to someone was that dude and i'm not going to give his name but that was the longest time I spoke to someone my age. No one else spoke to me. And, and I told him no one spoke to me in the last four years of high school. No one did. And I never joined any clubs. I never went to a prom. My guidance counselor keeps asking me, why are you not joining those? Why are you not doing this? Blah, blah, blah. And then I was making up lights. Like, oh, you know, I'm just checking around and this. So, like, uh, stuff like that. But when it came down to, like, I think my junior year or something like that. And then I told him that no one wanted to speak to me. No one wanted to speak to me during high school. So, sorry. You know. I'm just going to focus on myself, and that's what I'm going to do from now on because no one wanted to talk to me. And uh, that seems to be the case. But as college goes around, you know, you get the feeling that uh, it really isn't the case. And, uh, you know... I'm doing well in college, which is good. I'm doing well in college. I'm getting I'm getting good grades, you know, I'm learning stuff, everything like that. And the group projects I don't have to worry about picking or something like that because basically it's already done for me because that's what life is. You have to be forced by what to work with, and that's the way it is. But I have missed all those interactions, you know, with the point that No one in my town wanted to talk to me in my age, which is, I think, something that I feel. Because people are like, no way. But it's true. No one in my town wanted to talk to me. I don't know why. I just don't know. Is it like maybe it's my parents? Maybe it's my stuff. But why is it me? Why am I having issues with this? And that was one of the things that I really had no idea, you know, and maybe the other question is, am I going to have these kinds of moments like this? When I'm going to have a person where who can, you know, get my feelings all stuff, get my feelings out. And talked about these things. Then the pandemic hit. And this is where I think I probably get probably get there. Because then people ask me, well how do you get up there? Well how is this how does this change everything? Well, here it is. Because what I'm gonna tell you is that the pandemic really helped me figure out who I am, what I do, and maybe my inner creativity in that. In that, people usually welcome you because I never had that happen. So, the pandemic kid, and I actually discovered Lando Norris's Twitch. Now, at the time of the recording, this Lando Norris is probably is at, if you don't know who Lando Norris is, by any means, and you're not watching Formula 1, or whatever it is, Lando Norris is probably one of the most famous Formula 1 drivers ever, and probably one of the most famous Twitch streamers as well. He just surpassed 1 million Twitch followers. Rarely streams, but back then, in the pandemic, early pandemic, and now with the up-one season being you know, postponed, never know, Lando decided, you know what, I have my Twitch streaming. Let me make a little extra income and entertain the fans. And it was really fun. I think it was one of the most funniest thing ever. Because it unleashed a side of Lando, I think, that I never fought. And I actually felt welcome in the stream. And the funny thing, and the funny thing cool is that I joined the Discord. His Discord. And um, a lot of people were welcomed with open arms. And especially a lot of people were welcomed with open arms, I think, during the, um, the pandemic. And the way we all are. We all are. Then I joined Max Future's Discord. Then I joined Tom's. And then you could say that I joined old friends. And now here I am. I am joined a bunch of Discord, you know. Started doing, you know, being a regular in the streams. And actually I became good, good riddance with uh, a lot of people. Obviously, obviously, another thing too that people really also like is that you also get... You get close proximity to Twitch streamers, and that's another thing too. Because when I think later on that year, I think it was in twenty twenty September twenty twenty, I got to talk to Max Futrell, who is Lando's buddy. Now he's part of Team Quadrant, and now he's in his house for a little bit because his family's moving. But that's another show. And tomorrow is his birthday, so happy birthday, Max! Your gift will be on the way via Instagram DM. But a lot of people have been waiting for. But you get to talk with the, A lot of people have been waiting for it, you know, talking to the streamers. So you, after the amount thing, it's like, what are you guys doing? And then we were been chatting for a long time. And um, people have been asking me about um, NASCAR and all this stuff. And actually, that is when I think what's really interesting. Because NASCAR's just got backed early this season. And everyone was getting into it. And I had to show people, okay, this is what they got to do. This is what it is. You know, all that stuff. So... It really was paid off in the end, and I actually felt very welcomed about it. I was very welcomed about it, and I think, um, and uh, I kept talking to Max, I kept talking to Tom, his buddy Tom Bale, Jacob, and, and all the guys, even Bankai. Kai, and we just became like these like good people, like good buddies, friends, you know, even though we're from across the pond and they're from England, I'm from the United States, America, you know, this world makes it possible that we can just be friends. So I thank for that because they're almost like my age. About similar. I know Max is basically my age. Lando's basically my age because he's he's like four days older than me. But this is where I think I want to focus on. Because if it wasn't for me joining the Discord, I don't think I would have started the podcast. I don't think I would have even started the Twitch channel. Because those guys, Tom, Max, Frizz, Ant, Jacob, Connor, Bankai, Lando, those are the people that really unlocked me. Really unlocked how my potential that I can do this. That this podcast, the streaming, can be possible. And, uh, Let's just say that it's been going very well. And I'm really, and like I said, doing st- streaming or YouTube is my dream job. My dream job. My hobby. So I'm making this as a hobby. And seeing how these things go. And I think the podcast has been going really successful. And this is for them. But what it is, is about overcoming this adversity. And your mindset that, you know, you got to feel... Not only be appreciative of what you got, but you also got to be appreciative of the people that you met, and um, especially the big name celebrities, because they can help you in such a way. But my message, but my message is, is that if you have been bullied, don't worry, everything's going to become to you. you're going to meet some good people that are going to feel good, whether it's your eighth grade teacher whether it's your parent or a guardian, they will help you and they will help you well. The thing, but if you have been left out in conversation, left out in terms of not being able to work with a group of people, that's what really means to me. And the issue though is is that they'll come to you. It's good, you're gonna work for yourself, just do what you can for yourself. And don't worry, you're going to meet some people that are going to be really friendly to you, and everything's going to be right. But the other thing too is that I still have these struggles, and this is where I have to come up with this. Bankai, one of my streamers that I really helped him get over to a thousand, where I put two hundred, where just yesterday I put two hundred fifty dollars of subs, fifty-seven subs straight to him, actually three hundred dollars worth straight to him uh, to get over to 1,000 subs. He said a few weeks ago that, you know, it's hard to do this because you have to target different markets, but at the same time, you have to collab. Because if you don't collab with anyone, you're not gonna become su- successful at Twitch. And that is a true statement. Because here, and here, and then another thing too, is that it also is gonna affect me. Because the problem is that I get left out so many times, I never have the speaking skills to go up to someone and just say, hi, how's your day going or how it is. Those guys help help me a little bit because especially going for a job. You, know, you can't just go up there and say, hi, I would like to apply for a job or all the people. You can't do that. Hmm. I can't, you know, I could try typing, you know, this, but I have this feeling back. It's like, they're going to say no, they're going to say no, they're going to say no, they're going no, to say no. They're not going to do anything that's where my concern is and I just got to be grateful for what I got and I have to push myself and that's where my child experience really puts me holds me back you know do I want to call a with Tom Tom Bale yeah do I want to come collaborate with Alice yes maybe Asia of course maybe Jacob yeah but you have to, and maybe Big Guy could be part of the podcast? Yeah, of course. But you have to ask. And that's where I was concerned with. And I'm trying to try and, try and desperately, like, you gotta do this. It's gonna work out. Trust me. But I think I should be just grateful what I got. And, uh, you know, God gave you those good, good gifts. And I think the gift that God gave me was the creation of Norris stream. Or I watch Lando stream, because that's what led me to join the Discord, which led, led me to do this, and then you know, the deal. And uh, again, I have to wake up and try. You know, I I wake up and try. You know, I try to do the podcast, record the podcast season every day. You're gonna have some obstacles, but you're gonna have to overcome those, and You will also need to overcome these big humps, but if you just put yourself to it and just worry about yourself, things will come to you in a way where you can get deserved rewards. And of course, your patience will be rewarded, which is another thing too. But then you also got to deal with all those people that... uh, um people which I know Jacob is kind of jealous with Max getting his numbers because I know he's been moved to um Lando's house so but of course his parents moving so Lando allowed him to do it but another thing too that a lot of people probably don't know is that um Max um well it's not really that I think it's more of um more of. People have been teasing me that Max, of course, you remember Max is on Team Quadrant as well, so he gets he's always on the YouTube thing, but here's another thing too that people have been teasing me on a lot is that these people were like, oh Eric, you should be the next member of Team Quadrant, and I'm like yeah, yeah playing off a little bit, but you know, at the same time, you know, let me just be real here, there is no way, I don't think anyone new is going to join Team Quadrant anyone that's outside the United States, and outside of England Unfortunately that's true, but I should be glad that I'm friends with Max, <laughs> you troll Tom Bale and Fritz and all stuff, because that's what they gave God gave me the gifts to do. That's what that game he gave me to do. I should be glad that I should be glad that I'm doing this. The thing though is that I'm not gonna join the same question, and if and if um, if I get the invitation to join, yeah, cool, whatever, but the thing though is that you have to be happy with what you got and also happy of what you put out. Because if you're happy with what you put out, you'll be fine. That's why I think I support kind of sometimes the LGBTQ, you know, transgender and all stuff. If you're if you feel like that way, fine. That is that is your deal. It is your deal. You should be glad about that because that's what I do, and I should be glad that I'm doing this podcast because it is and having a stream channel. I should be glad that I have content on Twitch. I should be glad that I'm putting stuff together. That's what I want to do. And, um, if people think I should be in quarantine, yeah, fine, but it's not happening. They're not gonna, they're not gonna put me in on the team that way. Because that's the way it is. And, uh, the thing, though, is that I am glad to be friends, to be called friends with Max Redrill, Tom Bale, Jacob, Connor Hughes, Frizz, Frank Kai, and maybe even Lando, but I know Lando's got one million people, but the deal, though, when I want to probably close at the podcast is that I really have to thank those people, especially in the discords, because if it wasn't for those guys... I would not be sitting here doing the podcast. I would not be streaming on Twitch. I would not be even be talking about it, talking about my life in the discords. Because I discovered Lando's Twitch, because I joined Lando's Discord. We should be glad for that. We should be glad we have those things. And I should say. You should join Lando's Discord too. Because I overcame these issues. And I'm still going to have. The doubts in the back of my mind. But. I have to wake up and try every day. And that's what you have to do. But. I should really thank. The people who. The people who. Given me the opportunity. To do this. Because. It's those people who I have to thank. So, in closing of this topic and the show, I would like to thank Max Butrel, Tom Bale, Jacob, Ed Jones, Frizz, Ant, Ant, also known as Frizz, Bankai, Jacob, Lando Norris, and their respective discords, which I'm not even going to bother listing off the names because it's without those guys. I would not be on there as well. I like to thank everyone who's followed my Twitch yet Twitch lately and for those people who support the podcast. Because it's what you guys that drive me to do this. And you should be thankful for that. And I should be thankful that I got a great group of people with me. And I say thank you for watching this podcast as well. I know it's a little short, I know it's a little shorter than usual, but um I should be glad that I have such a great group of people to be around and to express my opinions, express my feelings and such. Because if it wasn't for those guys, I would never be here, sitting here, in my chair, doing this. Because it's been forever that I've had these moments. And I think this has been a great great couple years and I'm hoping that this podcast really shines a light on these people who have been left out before and I want those people to come to me because this is a this is one that I want anyone and I mean anyone to listen to so with that I am gonna wrap up the podcast for episode four today Thank you so much for watching. I know it's a little shorter than maybe most podcasts should. But I think this topic is very, very touching for so many people. And I'm hoping that it probably would have people for bullying stories and all that. But I really want to say thank you to all the people who made this possible. Again, I could go to the list for the credits again, but... I am not gonna bother doing it for the sake of people. That if you enjoy the podcast, make sure you follow us on Spotify Podcast and of course our page on RSS. That gets the people spreading around. People spraying around. If you are are not following my Twitch channel, please go do that. at Twitch.tv/evx24. The link is in the description. Also. In that please join the Discord as well because we are going to I'm gonna be opening up the suggestion spots for any topics as well. Episode three, I finally have an episode t- tile will be about will be about the fast food topics, restaurants and all stuff, from American to the global. You'll see when I you'll see about this episode tomorrow. But without further ado, I'm gonna wrap this up, guys. I hope you guys have a great day. We finally got episode two upload it and thank and again thank you to all the people who listen to the podcast to share it and of course the people who support me throughout er, throughout the entire thing without those guys again i would not be sitting here in my chair recording a podcast streaming on twitch without you so thank you so much for listening to the podcast and i'll see you in the next show bye for now